Thank you for joining us today and a big thank you to our show sponsor, Amazing Jane Activewear, recommended as best leggings for running by Women's Fitness Magazine. Karen and I have been trialing their designs for a few months and we can happily recommend them. All designs are cut to skim, not cling, giving you confidence to look and feel great and focus on performance. So if you'd like to try Amazing Jane Activewear, please use our listeners special discount code RHH10 for 10% off all purchases at amazingjane.com. Amazing Jane ship around the world, so please check their website for details. One of the most common things we hear from runners is that they don't have time to prepare healthy meals and snacks. So that's a real problem and a big frustration. So today we're going to share our ideas for healthy fast food for runners so you can spend less time in the kitchen and more time out on the road. Hello and welcome to She Runs, Eats, Performs, the podcast for female runners of all abilities. Please join Karen Campbell and Aileen Smith, nutritionist friends and runners, who are here to help you translate sports nutritional science into easy to apply tips and plans, helping you enjoy peak running performance. And especially adding in the female factors every woman needs to know to be a healthy runner. The suggestions we make during this episode are for a guidance and advice only, and are not a substitute for medical advice or treatment. If you have any concerns regarding your health, please contact your healthcare professional for advice as soon as possible. If you'd like help from Karen and Ailey to design a personalized sports nutrition plan for your running, please contact them at Runners Health Club. Welcome back. I'm Karen and I'm here with Aileen today once again. Hi Aileen, how are you? Yes, I'm fine. Thank you, Karen. I've had a lovely morning. The weather is, well, it's very snowy here, but we've got a beautiful blue sky day. And so I was out this morning and it was so nice that I really just didn't want to come home, but I had the date with you to do the recording. Indeed. So I am here. So I am here. Yeah. Oh, lovely. Excellent. So, so thinking about um, our conversation today, the episode is all about fast, healthy foods for runners. And really, one of the most common things we hear from runners who aspire to be healthier as well as better runners is that they don't have the time to prepare healthy meals and snacks. Would you say that is a problem that you can identify with, Ailey? Yeah, yeah, I can. Uh, Certainly in my past, I I didn't prioritize healthy food. Um, I didn't prioritize planning it, never mind eating it. Uh, But I'm going a long way back, long before I was a nutritionist or before I started running. Uh, Back in those days, I run a 24-7 business. Um, I did a lot of business travel and health was pretty much bottom of my list. Um, I ran a catering business, um, but that even though I was surrounded by food, I still didn't put um, healthy food or eating regularly on my personal agenda. So I, I can understand how people feel. Um, obviously, now, you know, I'm a professionally qualified nutritional therapist. I'm much better educated um, and I'm able to use my planning skills and my catering experience, not just for my own personal well-being, but, but you know, to help my clients as well. Mm. Um and I think nowadays, whatever's going on in my life, I would say healthy food just happens. Um, 
some days it might not be exciting food, but it's still what I require. Um, and when I say not exciting, I'm just really meaning it's simple. Um, you know, I like it to be tasty. I like it to be natural, but it's quick, quick and easy food. Um, and other days I can indulge my sort of inner foodie by cooking something really delicious that maybe takes a little bit longer. So, so now it's just my default. I eat healthily. Um, but I, I think that. I would say it's a mindset change that really enables anyone um, to start putting themselves first. I think you've got to get into that zone that making healthy food is a priority and it's a non-negotiable in life. And um, obviously, you know, we're here to help people do that um, and make it as an easy and enjoyable as possible. Um, so what about you, Karen? Is, is that a problem that you have? Yeah, I would say thinking about time, Aileen, that is definitely an issue for me, which even now, even after all the education, the knowledge I've got, it can lead to me having suboptimal nutrition. Now, I don't mean necessarily eating unhealthy foods like you. Healthy food is a, is, is a natural default for me. But it's more about eating on the run or snacking rather than thinking about my balanced plate. Um, and, and I think time issue for me also means I tend to have sort of se several recipes in my head that are quick and easy. So they're my go-tos. But it means that sometimes meals can be quite repetitive. Um, so I do love it when I get the chance to be in the kitchen. I've got the time to experiment. Um, but I just wish I could do that a bit more often, really. So I'm hoping you can help me as well today, Aileen. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do my best. I'll do my best. So, yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, all the things that you said and, and sort of my previous life experiences, it mirrors what women have been telling us, that they they feel they don't have time to plan um, and shop or they feel they don't have time to prepare and cook and those are the sort of the things that are barriers really uh, and we you know we both really understand how frustrating that is and and we'd love everyone to have a healthy food plan to support energy and recovery for, for running and racing uh, as well as keeping you well fed and enjoying your food um, and because this is such a big issue for so many people um, Karen and I have designed something called our five-step training um, that helps you play to your strengths, a natural way of planning, because not everybody wants to be, you know, a super organized planner, but there are there are different ways that we can um, help some element of planning happen. Um, we also look to help you get some inspiration. You know, you were saying earlier, Karen, about repetitive a lot of people say that to me I just cook the same things all the time I don't know where to get new ideas from mm -hmm. um, and also I think the really important thing is helping people find small chunks of time uh, within their busy lives to make and make their healthy runners plan actually happen uh, rather than it just being a dream or a wish we find ways of making it happen um so the reason that I'm mentioning this now is that we are going to run our next free five-step training uh, very soon. It's going to start on the 25th of February, and I'll talk about that later on um, in the episode. But I'll, I'll hand back to you, Karen, 
and you can uh, introduce what we're going to talk about today. Yes, thanks, Aileen. So um, like we were saying, um, the focus of today's discussion really is about how to make some fast, healthy foods that you can cook and eat um, really quickly to support you enjoying um, the things that you love. So we're going to chat about our favourite recipes and um, healthy fast food cooking methods as well to help you all be more um, time efficient in the kitchen so that you have more time to run and train and stretch, recover and everything else that really is is important in your lives and also give you time to enjoy your meals as well. So what we're going to look at specifically are tray bake suppers, stir fry meals and parchment parcels, which all sounds very intriguing and um, exotic, actually. Um, And what we'll do is we'll look at each in turn, talking about the cooking method, why it's healthy, how it will save you time if you cook in this way and give you some of our favourite recipes as well. So, Aileen, could you start uh, maybe by reminding us of why the way we cook is so important for nutrition? Yeah, well, the way we cook can either help us preserve the nutritional value of the food ingredients we're using, or conversely, the way we cook might destroy the nutrients or alter the biochemical structure of the food um, that would make it difficult to digest or um, it might add a toxic element to the food. So I'm thinking here of um, cooking methods like deep frying, char grilling, barbecuing or uh, roasting. And, And I know that these ways of cooking can add a lot of flavor and crunch, uh, which we all love. Um, So I'm not saying don't ever cook this way, but try to make it more occasional. Um, And we'll explain a bit more about why that's important uh, as we go along. Um, But I think that the message really is that we should prepare and cook food with care, really to maximize the bioavailability of the nutrients in our food. So looking at those you know, fresh natural nutrients and and trying not to destroy them by cooking. I think that's basically it. Um, And if anybody's interested in a little bit more information on that, we do talk about um, healthy styles of cooking in episode 27, uh, which is called In a Runner's Kitchen. And that was one of the elements that we discussed, uh, discussed there. Yeah. Great. And and sort of thinking about the different ways of cooking alien, shall we look at tray bakes first? Um, and this is sometimes also known as sheet pan cooking. It depends what sort of websites and recipe books you're looking at. Um, how, how do you cook in this way, Aileen? And, and why do you think this is a healthy style of cooking? Yeah, well, the sheet pan or the tray bake meals is um, where you've got all the ingredients for a meal on one tray or one shallow casserole pan and you you roast it all in the oven. Um, So we talked earlier about the roasting being potentially an unhealthy way of cooking. But I feel if you gently roast at a lower temperature, you, you are still able to preserve the nutrients. Okay. And why do you feel this way of cooking is time saving? Well, what I tend to do is I'll take, you know, a quick five minutes to prepare all the ingredients and put it in a tray. And I'll either do that uh, before I go out for a run or as soon as I get home. And then I pop the tray in the oven and then it'll cook um, whilst I'm either stretching or showering or both. Um, And mostly 
a tray bake will cook in less than 30 minutes if you prepare it in the right way. And you only use one cooking container, so that's less washing up, so that saves you a bit of time as well. Um, and, and another thing that I think is really helpful is that you can easily use the leftovers um, for, for your lunchbox the next day. Um, and it, it's a method that works really well if you're cooking for one or you're cooking for a family. Um, yes. So there's, there's lots of ways of um, getting a few time savings there. Yeah, absolutely, Link. Because what I'm thinking about is if you're all, say there's a family and you're all eating at different times, you could do the prep and put it into smaller individual trays. And then the different members of the family could then cook their tray when when they arrive home. So that would be a a great way. And um, and, and maybe sort of thinking about um, using loaf tins. That's something I use. I think it works really well for one portion size. And um, and you could even prep it the day before, I suppose, and and have them chilled in the fridge, just ready to, to cook whenever somebody comes home. Yeah, I mean, all of those suggestions are, are great, Karen. And I think um, also that, you know, the benefit of doing the individual portions, you can tailor that to different people's likes and dislikes, you know, so mm-hmm. you might all have the same like vegetable base and then different toppings. Or if somebody, you know, has got a real aversion to one particular vegetable, you leave that out of their tin. Um, so, yeah, I think that could work really well. Mm-hmm. Um so, so my, my approach to the prepping is to, to, again, make it cook quickly, is the vegetables I'm using, I, I usually chop into even size pieces. Um, the smaller or the thinner the slice, um, the quicker it'll cook. Um, so the hard vegetables, which are usually the carb-rich, starchy ones like potato, beetroot, squash, they take a bit longer than the soft vegetables like the onion, fennel, courgettes tomatoes mushrooms that kind of thing they they're a bit quicker um so if i'm going to do a mix of hard and soft vegetables i'll make sure that the hard vegetables are smaller than the soft so that they all cook around about the same time um so that's the first stage chop everything up um put it in a bowl and then i season and add flavoring and and olive oil so i'll I'll tip everything into a bowl to coat it evenly mix it up with my hands usually or a spoon or a spatula and then you basically add it to the tray bake and put it in the oven so you spread it all out uh, an even um, size so that it's it's, you know evenly spaced across the tray and then it'll cook uh, cook evenly yeah, I really like the idea of, you know, chopping the harder vegetables smaller than the softer vegetables, because I tend to sort of part cook the hard vegetables first, then add the smaller ones, which clearly gives me less free time. So I really like your suggestion of just cutting them smaller, putting them all in the oven at the same time, and then I can go off and do something else whilst they cook. So that's a really good idea, Aileen. And and I'm thinking with this type of meal, the carbohydrates is is really coming from the the root vegetables. And for some people, um, if you need more carbohydrates, and that will clearly be dependent on your run training, it might be that you need to add some extra carbohydrates. Um, And I would tend to here go for some um, cooked rice or maybe add more of the root vegetables than the non-root vegetables to the recipe. Um, Aileen, Aileen, have you maybe got a couple of recipes you could share with us for this type of cooking? Yeah, sure. So um, my my favourite at the moment is um, 
something that it's it's roasted chicken with fennel. Um, I love fennel and uh, I love chicken too. So basically what I do is um, I make a bed of um, sliced fennel, sliced baby potatoes, um, red, some red onions and uh, some lemons. So for one portion, I'd maybe slice half a fennel bulb, uh, a small red onion, three potatoes, um, dress that in the olive oil, put the salt and pepper on. And then I usually add a couple of lemon wedges, which I'm not going to eat, but they give the flavor. Um, and then I, I put everything in a tray or a loaf tin. Um, and then I top it with the chicken breast. So usually what I would do is slice the breast into two pieces. So it, it cooks more quickly. Um, and I'd cook that at about gas six or 180 um, degrees Celsius in a fan oven for about 25 to 30 minutes. Um, you could also add garlic if you fancied that. Um, and I think that that sort of fennel and potato and onion base would work well with fish rather than chicken too. Um, if I was going to do that, what I'd probably do is cook the vegetables for 20 minutes and then I'd add the fish for the last 10 minutes because the fish is quite delicate and would overcook if it was in there for for the whole half an hour. Um, so that's a really nice one for winter or summer, um, really good. And then thinking about a vegetarian option, um, I love roasted aubergines. Um, so I do that with halloumi. Again, I would slice the aubergine thinly um, and I'd lay it on a tray sprinkle it with some dried chili flakes that's a, a something I use a lot of because it's easy and they're always in the store cupboard um drizzle with some olive oil um some a little bit of salt and either fresh garlic or powdered garlic that's another one that I use quite often if I'm in a hurry a bit of powdered garlic will just give you a bit of extra flavor um and again I would roast it at gas six or 180 degrees in the fan oven, usually for about 20 minutes until the aubergine is soft. And then I'll add either slices or chunks of halloumi and roast for another 10 minutes. Um, and then you could finish it off with some chopped fresh herbs and some lemon juice. So again, that's a really light um, dish, um, would be good for, you know, a, a lunchtime or a, 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 an evening supper. And you could maybe add some pita bread for the carbohydrate to go along with that. Oh, gosh, I really like the sound of both of those, Aileen. And I'm half wondering if I might do the roasted aubergine with halloumi tonight for dinner. Because <laughs> that sounds really lovely, I have to say. Um, and, you know, earlier I was saying that for some people, they might need more carbohydrate because of the, depending on the amount of training they're doing. Um, would it be possible to cook grains as part of a tray bake, would you say? Uh, yeah, I think it is possible, but I think it, it would involve a couple more steps. So you might need to roast the vegetable first and then add some them, some liquids and grains. Um, so, you know, you can get oven baked risottos and you can put barley and things like that into a one pot, but it's going to involve a couple of extra steps. So um, I think, you know, from my point of view, it's probably easier to cook the grains separately and add, the, the, add them to a cooked tray bake. Um, but that's just, you know, my personal preference. And if you were around and you weren't necessarily going off to the shower or something like that, you, you'd be in the kitchen and you could do that extra step. Um, so that would be okay. Yeah, because I'm just thinking I've got a, one of those merchant gourmet packs of, um, quinoa in the cupboard. So if I do that 
that uh, roasted aubergine and halloumi baked tonight, I could just add the the pack of quinoa at the end of it just to give it the extra um, carbohydrate and protein. Yeah, and uh, that's pre-cooked, isn't it? The, it's the, a pre-cooked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that sounds great. It's lovely. Mm. Okay, great. Thanks for that, Annie. So let's move on and think about um, using the parchment parcel. So this really is similar to tray baking, um, but a bit faster to cook. It's really quick and easy and an easy way to combine a number of different foods together. So, for example, placing a salmon fillet on a pile of chopped vegetables with lemon or herbs and then wrapping it in parchment or grease poof paper, actually, and baking it in the oven again for roughly about 15 to 20 minutes and that could be served with some steamed rice in a salad or um, sprinkle and sprinkle the juices from the parcel into the rice actually um, you could do that for that added flavor and also the added nutrients from from the liquid and again it's easy to prepare ahead you can keep it in the fridge and then pop it in the oven when you get home from work or walking or running or whatever it may be and then it can cook whilst you're showering so it's quite similar to to the roasting but you're just sort of wrapping it and um putting it to bed whilst it's cooking really is this a style that you use Aileen um and do you have any rest more recipes lovely recipes to share yeah yeah I do use this um again it it works well because the food is nice and light and fresh um and as you say it preserves the nutrients it doesn't involve adding any extra oil to the cooking so that might be helpful for some people um you know you certainly get different tastes um and you'll sometimes see food prepared and sold like this on supermarket deli counters you know sometimes you go in and you can buy you know things in a bag um so it's a similar sort of um method and but i think it sort of works best with things like fish and prawns uh chicken fillets and tofu mostly because they're light ingredients they don't take much cooking um but i guess you could try um doing parcels with things like cooked chickpeas or other beans if you wanted to you know play about and try some different ways of doing things um so a couple of uh well i, th- I think if you if you look on if you look look around for recipes you will find a lot with fish uh, and one of my um, sort of favourite fish recipes is a, an Asian style uh, ginger and soy salmon um, and what I do there is I would make a, a marinade and I'd marinate strips of courgettes carrots spring onions and and pak choy um, so again you would do you would make sure that your vegetables were similar sort of size, sizes to this. It's, you know, the sort of julienne type strips of, of vegetables. And I would mix that into a marinade of some light soy sauce, some rice vin- vinegar, a pinch of chili flakes again, maybe some fresh ginger and coriander. Um, now, to again, make this easy, I tend to have some of these um, herbs and spices already um pre-chopped and frozen in the freezer and when i say pre-chopped i'm not doing that myself i'm buying the supermarket <laughs> little sachets um so you know you'll find those in the freezer aisle and they just make life easy um you know th- there are times where you might want to do them from fresh yourself but i'm guessing if it's fast food you want to make things as easy as possible um so i'll add the um the salmon and chicken to the marinade for two hours 
before I'd parcel it up um, and then I'd cook it in the oven for about 20 minutes, um, usually at something like a gas mark four or 160 in a fan oven um, and serve that with some rice. That would be a really nice um, light dish. Mm, mm, sounds really lovely, Aileen. And one that I like, um, that I do quite often is sort of Mediterranean pesto vegetables with mozzarella made with um, uh, cherry tomatoes, courgette, mushrooms and lots of garlic because I love garlic and also rosemary. And um, I bake that in the oven for about 20 minutes then add some um, mozzarella and a dollop of the pesto and then cook that again for a, for another five minutes um, with the paper open. So I'd have it closed initially. And then when I add the, the mozzarella and the pesto, I'd just leave it open and then the mozzarella melts. And mm. oh, it's really delicious. Yeah, that sounds lovely. And um, you could probably do those veggies on their own and add some hummus as, as a topping at the end as an alternative. Yeah as well or even you know just do the vegetables and then have that as you know your protein element cooked in a different way so lots of um, good ways to do that yeah yeah absolutely okay so before we move on Aileen um shall we just take a minute to let everybody know about the five-step free training that um, we mentioned at the start of today's episode yeah sure so we we mentioned that this training starting on Thursday the 25th of February so um, if, you, if you're listening in real time, that gives you a few days to get registered. And if you're listening to this as a recording uh, from the past, uh, it is something that we'll, we'll run sort of every three or four months. So uh, listen out uh, for when the next one is. So the, the, the training is all about helping super busy female runners find time to have a healthy runner's food plan. And as I mentioned earlier, um, we're all about giving you some easy tips and steps to make that happen. Um, so if you'd love to have a healthy food plan to support your energy and recovery for your running and your racing, but you feel that you don't have the time, then this is definitely for you. Um, Karen and I really know how you feel. We know how frustrated it is. Uh, never having enough time to shop and prepare for easy, healthy meals and snacks to fuel your running. And it is a common problem, uh, but we believe it's easily solved. In fact, we've proved it's easily solved. Um, so all you have to do is join us and follow the steps we teach you during um, the five days. And, you know, we teach you those live. Um, so our focus is to play to your strengths and your natural way of planning, help you get some easy foodie inspiration for meals and snack ideas, and also find small chunks of time to make your uh, healthy runners plan happen. So all you have to do if you join us is dedicate 30 minutes a day for five days. And uh, what we ask you to do is watch a short video um, at any time during uh, one of the days. And then we ask you to take a simple, easy action step. And it really is easy. Um, we also do two mini Facebook lives a day, one at lunchtime, one in the evening. That's an optional extra, uh, but it gives us an opportunity to answer the questions that are popping into your head as you're doing the steps. Uh, and also, you know, we can share some additional tips over and above the, the videos that we post every day. So as I said, we go live on Thursday, the 25th of February. So if you'd like a place, you need to register really by Tuesday, the 23rd. And you'll find the booking link at the top of our show notes um, or on our Facebook page. Um, if you look in the events page, 
Um, so the Facebook page is Easy Nutrition for Healthy Runners. And um, if you can't find it anywhere, please feel free to email us and, and we'll send it over to you. So our email is hello at runnershealthhub.com. And we did it um, back in October and we really did have a lot of fun with the runners who joined us. Uh, so we really hope you join us too. If you've done it with us before, please join again and bring a friend along the more the merrier. Yeah, absolutely. I have to say, I'm really looking forward to it as well, Lily. Like you said, last time it was a lot of fun. We've got a lot of interaction from all the participants. And I think we ended up sharing a lot of new recipes um, with each other as well, which was really helpful and um, and sort of motivating as well to get into the kitchen and and helped me to sort of expand my, my repertoire. So mm. I'm really looking forward to meeting everybody again. And like you say, sort of doing the course live with everybody so do come and join us um okay so Ellen, let's move on and think about stir fry meals um why do you think stir frying is regarded as a, a healthy way to cook Aileen? well stir frying uses a small amount of oil to cook um, and you can also swap the oil for uh, stock or broth or miso um uh, to use for cooking um, or you can start cooking with the oil and add a little water to steam fry um, so um, you know that that's a medium to do the cooking rather than swamping your food in in the oil that maybe some other cooking methods involve um, the fast cooking um, helps retain nutrients particularly in vegetables um, and I also think the other benefit of stir frying is it really encourages to, is to use lots of different vegetables. So it's really easy to get that rainbow of nutrients that we're always um, suggesting that people eat. Yeah, that's really true. Uh, you never see a dull stir fry, do you? It's always, <laughs> yeah. always beautiful and colourful. Yeah. So, so, and how do you feel that that this type of cooking saves time? Well, the time element of a stir fry is really in the preparation and and cutting of the vegetables so that's where your investment of time goes and um and you know obviously cutting the vegetables and, and cutting up whatever your choice of protein is but i think if you're willing to spend five to ten minutes to prepare the vegetables um that would be fabulous if you're short of time you might buy prepared fresh stir fry vegetables you know you get these prepared packs um or even uh, use um, frozen bags or you could move, use a mixture of fresh, fresh and frozen. Um, I mean, I tend to think that the pre-packed ones, uh, either fresh or frozen, are a bit on the cheap side, if you know what I mean. What they do is they add bulk vegetables that are really cheap and cheerful to make them good value. And so if you're going to use them, you might want to add a few extra vegetables to get something really nice but you know they're they're, they're all very functional and, and you can use them um i think the time saving bit is when it comes to cooking because it literally takes minutes to cook and if you're hungry and you want your food fast um stir frying is the way to go definitely um so i probably stir fry once or twice a week because it's so easy and delicious and i think the other benefit is that it's a fabulous way to use up all the bits and pieces from your fridge and you can just about use anything that you choose. So be inventive and have fun trying out new ideas. Um, most things will work. Um, but it's as ever, I mean, I do that with soup, as you know, I'll, I'll use up everything in the yes. fridge at the end of the week for my soup. But I also do like using a nice recipe as well. Mm. Um, so, you know, it's um, it works well in both ways. 
Yeah, yeah. Okay, so thinking about that, Eileen, can you maybe give us some a couple of inventive and fun stuff for our recipes that uh, that you use? Um, well, I've been using sort of a noodle-based stir-fry recently as a a change from having rice. Um, So a a nice sort of vegetarian one or or even vegan is it's mushrooms and broccoli. And uh, what you do is you stir-fry the mushrooms with garlic, chili flakes and spring onions. And you can add any type of mushroom that you like, as many varieties as you like. Um, so shiitake is nice, chestnut are nice. Um, sometimes you'll find at the greengrocers or the supermarket, you'll get a mixed box of mushrooms. So that's a good way of getting different ones. Um, and then so you, you stir fry all of these ingredients up. Um, you add a splash of um, stock or a little bit of miso paste um, to some water and add that. And then you add the bro- broccoli florets. So the broccoli florets are almost like being steam fried because you've got some stock in there. So you cook that for a couple of minutes um, and then you stir in cooked noodles and then chop some um, cashews and sprinkle that on the top. Uh, so that's sort of the way I would make it. Um what you need to do, as I said earlier, is cook you need your noodles separately and then add them to the stir fry. So there's lots of different noodles you can use. Um, you can use egg noodles, rice noodles. Uh, I quite like a Japanese udon noodle, so um, I like the brown rice udon noodles. Um, but I've also recently tried um, a brand called King Soba, and they've got a whole load of different flavoured um, noodles. And the one that... Um, I tried is pumpkin ginger and rice noodles and that's so that's um wheat free and gluten free um so it's just a different way of getting your carbs in and um that's quite and and obviously if if you don't want to do a vegan one you could add some chicken or fish or something like that to it to um you know give you something different Mm. Mm, sounds really lovely and what about you Karen do you stir fry yeah, well, one of the things I like about stir frying really is that you can make your vegetable base for all the family and then serve it with with different toppings. And I, and I really like that because, um, you know, other members of my family do eat meat and fish, but I'm vegetarian. So so it is important for me to be able to to, to have different toppings. So in the spring or summer, I like to do a bit of a green stir fry. So I'll use veggies like munch two garden peas bok choy, spring onions, courgettes, spinach, so lovely bright green colours. And what I would do is um, fry a little garlic and ginger first, then add the vegetables, um, and, and clearly cooking the, the harder vegetables first and then adding the softer ones later once the vegetables, um, the hard vegetables are cooked a bit. And then once all the vegetables are cooked, I'll add some um, cooked brown rice, so those packets of, of ready-cooked brown rice again. And then finally, I'll add a mix of um, lime juice and soy sauce and um, I do tend to miss out the fish sauce just because I want to eat it as well but I know that you can get this fish fish sauce but it's not fish it's sort of like a vegan alternative I haven't tried it but I know that you can that you can buy it so it's maybe something I'll trial 
Ooh. And then sometimes I'll add some chopped herbs as well, just for added flavour. And um, and then I may have some tofu or beans as my protein. And then for the family, I'll add salmon or prawns or chicken. And um, I have to say, it's really light. It's really fragrant. Fragrant. It's a delicious, a delicious dish, and so full of flavour. Mm, that sounds delicious, Karen. Mm. Uh, really nice. Um, and if anybody would like more preparation tips on stir frying, we do talk about that in episode 27 um, called In a Runner's Kitchen. Um, so there's a few more tips there if you're mm. interested. Yeah, absolutely. And I have to say, Eileen, I always get so hungry when we do these foodie episodes um, and and we are coming to an end. So I might have to go and have something to eat once we're finished. But before we go, could I just hand over to you to give us your top top takeaways from today's episode? Yeah, sure. So the top takeaways today are uh, remember that when you're preparing and cooking food, um, take care to maximize the bioavailability of the nutrients in, in the food that you're preparing. Uh, I think it's important to be willing to invest five to 15 minutes of preparation time every day to create fast, healthy food. But I think that's going to be worth it for taste as well as nutrition. Um, check that you've got a large shallow tray or baking tin, um, a wok or a frying pan, a roll of parchment paper, um, a good knife and a chopping board and you'll be ready to go. Um, just to remind you that our favourite fast healthy food cooking styles are tray bake, sheet pan cooking, parchment parcels and stir fry. But we do mention some other cooking methods in that episode um, 27. Um, all of them are great for cooking for one or a family. So they're very versatile and uh you know, even if you've got a family, you might be cooking a meal on your own at lunchtime or at a different time of the day. So there's lots of um, versatility there. Um, you can prepare everything yourself or you can take advantage of prepared vegetables, uh, fresh and frozen. And that might save you a few minutes. And if you like the sound of all of this, um, but you feel you would like a bit of support in finding the time and the motivation um, to do the ideas and the planning and the making it happen bit, um, I just urge you to join us on our next free training, which starts on the 25th of February. And that's called How Super, Super Busy Female Runners Find Time to Have a Healthy Runner's Food Plan. So check the link at the top of the show notes to book and um, check our events on Facebook or email us at hello at runnershealthhub.com. And we hope we'll see you there. Great. Thanks, Aileen. Yes. And like I said before, I'm really looking forward to the 25th and and hope that um, we'll have lots of our lovely listeners join us. So, And just to end, everybody, remember, don't let nutrition be the limiting factor in your running performance. Well, this brings us to the end of another episode of She Runs, Eats, Performs, brought to you by Runners Health Hub, helping female runners to be fitter, faster and stronger. We really hope you've enjoyed listening and you'll join us again soon. In the meantime, we'd be so grateful if you check us out on iTunes and leave a review. And once again, thanks for listening and do let us know if there are any topics you'd like us to cover in future episodes. Bye for now.
We'd like to introduce you to our show sponsor, Amazing Jane Activewear for Women's Changing Bodies, recommended as best leggings for running by Women's Fitness Magazine. We think they have everything a female runner needs. First of all, they are high compression to support your legs and bum. They have a deep waistband so they stay up and they don't move about when you run. There's a handy left pocket for your phone and a zip pocket on the waistband which is great for your cards or a key. They also have a hidden tracker pocket for storing a GPS tracking device and this is a unique safety feature. All Amazing Jane designs, including tanks and tops, are cut to skim, not cling, giving you confidence to look and feel great and focus on performance. Karen and I have been trialling wearing their range for a few months and we can happily recommend them. So if you'd like to try Amazing Jane Activewear, please use our listeners' special discount code RHH10 for 10% off all purchases at amazingjane.com. Amazing Jane ship around the world, so please check their website for details. Thanks again to Amazing Jane Activewear for being our show sponsor and for sharing discount code RHH10 for 10% off all purchases.